Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number three of the Relaxin' Podcast. We don't have Arios with us today, but as always, I'm Camera40k, joined by Jam, owner of SNR, and our special guest today is Kindbot, the owner of the Pulse Crew. Hello, Kindbot. Hey, guys. Hey, And today we've got a couple topics here, ranging uh, from cruise to competitive mindset, and eventually we'll get around to talking about thoughts on maybe Ultimate's competitive longevity, which honestly I think is going to be around for quite some time. But we'll dive into that a little more later. Uh, as I mentioned just a little bit ago, Kindbot here is the owner of the Pulse Crew, and we've got a set of questions for you today, man. Jam, if you want to go ahead and start. So tell us more about your crew, uh, Kindbot. The uh, Pulse is a Wi-Fi crew, mainly ran to the SCS. Um, as a 70 man roster, it, it's just, it's just mainly just a chill crew, honestly. We're pretty good, but like the crew, the crew itself is just, the crew itself is just a chill crew. And I'm pretty sure, pretty sure a lot of people probably heard of it because I remember talking to some people and like, they said like, oh yeah, Pulse, that's the only crew I've heard of. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like there's not much to talk about really. It's just a smash Wi-Fi crew and I run it, so that's kind of it really there's not much i can really too, too much i can say about it right because i know you mentioned you don't really want to get into um who who all's in the crew per se uh, i know that you do have some pretty highly ranked players though uh, if you want to maybe talk about like the overall skill level of your crew your thoughts on how strong your roster is i think the roster's pretty strong but we're we're a little inconsistent in terms of career level because i just i do take some people on as recruits but at the same time we do people who have who, who are on their state prs and who do did farm their prs previously like we have someone who farmed the entire idaho pr we have someone who's farmed the entire puerto rico pr and we have someone who is on the louisiana pr right now dang those are for reference pretty pretty strong sounding players i mean uh maybe not like necessarily the strongest regions but even still making pr in any state uh and i'm from a state that's generally considered weaker you know indiana um we're, we're definitely not the strongest state like our number one player um for the most part it generally just like farms the state uh at least when events were still going on and um, I mean, it's still it's still impressive to make PR regardless of where you're at, but definitely like there are some states that are stronger than others. But it sounds like it sounds like the people you mentioned, um, obviously without giving away any names, are definitely strong in their own regions. And um, you know, when you when you do crew battles, um, do you guys tend to go pretty even? Do you seek out stronger opponents, or do you find it kind of easy to win matches? It depends on the crew. Generally, if we're against, we're against like if a free crew wants like you know us, I get mock. I'm like, okay, let's set one up, and then I'm like, yeah, I remember when that Louisiana guy just kind of soloed an entire crew with 13-0. That was fun. <laughs> Jam's done that before. <laughs> yeah, some crews just like once they be, then it's like, okay, I mean, I get, it, I get, it. can I get back to you guys? And then they're like, no, we want to see you. I'm like, I have to run stuff. Can you guys come back to me? I'm like, like, but they're like, no, but I'm like. Okay, you guys want it. At that point, I'm just like a little ticked off, like you know, a little annoyed. I'm just like, let me send one of my good members in and solo you guys. I don't, I don't even tell them that. I just, I'm just in my head. I'm like that. Right, right. So obviously, you're pretty confident in the abilities. Of, yeah. Of your I'm, honestly, also, I can, I can scout at anyone. If they have anyone notable, I just know it, mark it down immediately, and, and I have a guaranteed counter. 
Right. Do you tend to spend mm -hmm. a lot of time researching the crews you fight, or is it pretty simple? Like you just go look at the score sheets. <laughs> uh, I do some research. I do some research, of course. I do some research, obviously, but um. But I mean, I mean, does it have to be like super in depth, depending on who you play? Um, it depends, really. But like, it depends on the crew. But if it's like a good crew, then we go deep, deep. If not, just like score sheets, like mark down the characters, possible counter picks. Mm -hmm. And generally, you're selling trying to counter pick anyone other than their main. And it, it's like, um, it's like it's like an easy counter pick, really. Like people generally generally don't counter pick well without their mains. Like, remember when the Benjamin tried kind of like this with, like, Pat, with, with, with Pac-Man? Like, like our, our guy already banned uh, Kalos FD. He, he had 20-20 foresight. <laughs> All right, number three in San Antonio Valley. Yeah, yeah, I have him. Um, yeah, he had 20-20. He had 20-20 foresight. And, yeah, then that then that, then that pack got the three stocks. Actually, no. No, the pack got, like, yeah, they got three stocks. Yeah, it was against Common House. Pretty good crew. Oh, was it not the crew that DDD's on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 took, we lost 3-0, but they had to bring out DD. Oh, they so, had to bring him out. Oh, dang. Yeah. That was, that was like, I want to send a message today. So I did. That, uh, that was a good CV. We, we, had, we had number three in San Antonio Valley kind of, he, he took out one guy, two guys, and he, and he took two stocks from their main anchor, uh, Brown Bear, uh, the, the, the duck hunt. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah, he took two stocks from him on his last stock. Oh, dang. Almost, almost, also, almost took him out entirely. Also, isn't Sam Sora on that crew? I heard that Sam Sam Sora, Sam Sora was on there for a mock. Oops, sorry. For a mock? Sam Sora was on there. Oh, okay. It was only a mock. And then Cytonix okay. just like, was like, ha can go funny. Cytonix. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that clip. <laughs> no, I clicked. I suddenly saw that. I suddenly saw that back here. I knew Sam Sora was screwed. I knew he was screwed immediately. Just because he's really, Cytonix can push advantage to a third level. I've played him before. You do not score Cytonics unless you want to hear a death wish. He's kind of mega good. Mega good. He's really good. Mm -hmm. I agree with you there. He's a walking highlight reel. What can I say? Ken, Ken players tend to be like if you get if you get that master over the shadows and Ken especially. Um, no, um, no, that's what he called himself. <laughs> Ooh, it's, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, my God, I just I just I poke him out sometimes. It's just like. It's the funniest thing. Oh man. So so Kanbot, I have a question oh, yeah, for you. Um, yeah. So we're both owners of like servers. So what's your approach to uh, managing a server and leadership as an owner? Uh, if as long as you're not fixing a fire or causing World War Three, it's fine with me. Be but like keep but respect the rules. That's it. But just like just just don't cause World War Three. Don't set something on fire. Uh, don't, don't, don't piss on the carpet. Uh, that's all I have to ask, say. I'm, I'm generally pretty chill about it. It takes a lot to get me, like, you know, just, just like, you know, you know, get a, get you banned. I want to quote LTG so badly there, but I'm not gonna. Yeah. So, yeah. as, as far as getting, um, crew battles together, uh, what are your thoughts on sort of, like, organized crew battles, stuff like SCS, and as an example, we had a crew league uh, earlier this year. We ran it from January uh, through March, and it, it had some decent success. We definitely want to do it again, but what are your thoughts on, like, structured things like leagues and stuff like the SCS? On paper, it's pretty cool. In execution, 
still cool. It just has a lot of flaws. Mainly due to just just getting new people into the server. Like, a lot of people, lot of people try to, like, you know, like, you know, organize and stuff. And just, like, it's pretty confusing. Like, the SCS, for example, was, like, you know, you had to go through an entire form and be, like, get someone to check your crew. And it's definitely off-putting to a lot of people, I think. And this was an example because I had to go through it myself. I'm not calling them out at all. No, no, no. Um, I do think it's, you know, they have other issues, of course, but, like, everything does. But I think overall they're a pretty cool concept on paper. People just take them too seriously for what they are, which is a Wi-Fi crew battle. Mm-hmm. So, cool, but a little overrated, in my opinion. That's it. Yeah, and, and SCS, it, it does, um, it seems kind of daunting. Like, I've been in there uh, just once when I was kind of forming our trial run for our crew league. And it's it's certainly, th- there is a lot of potential in the SCS because you can get so many crews together. And it's it's kind of almost like just matchmaking for crews in a way. And it's, it's really nice to see stuff like that. And we, we took some inspiration from SCS when we formed our league. But one of the, one of the big things that we wanted to do was uh, we had the goal of making a crew league with prize money. And on top of that, we wanted to make getting into it pretty simple. So we basically did like, hey, give us your Discord server, how many people are in your crew. Uh, we had a minimum roster amount, and we basically just reviewed Discord servers. And as long as the crews that wanted to be involved weren't super toxic, we were letting them in. And uh, honestly, uh, like our our goal is to bring that crew league back, and we ju- we just want to do something structured where we have a certain number of crews. Like we're we're thinking like twenty plus and have a format similar to like a professional sports league. And I don't know if that sounds like something maybe you think that Pulse would benefit from, you know, in terms of having guaranteed competition. I think personally, crews like like that and Zenith and stuff like that, they get dodged a lot. I think guaranteed competition would encourage like, you know, this type of stuff, but at the same time, it might make losses feel like worse, but I think it definitely benefit people if we had like a guaranteed like prize system because the SCS has no money and involved in it basically. Right, and yeah, that's one of the things like we seek to do with with our crew league is you get two matches per week and it it guarantees every crew will play every other crew, so even like the little crews can actually get guaranteed matches against uh, Zenith, and there is a really strong chance that they'll probably get stomped. Um, like I, I have to be real about that, but it gives people the opportunity to actually play strong crews. Yeah, when Zenith, like, people, I remember seeing people like, say yes to Zenith, and I'm like, I GG's, I'm getting the body bag. Yeah, and, and, and that is, like, one thing That's like, yeah. I, I, I wish, um, and, and I want to talk more about competitive mindset a little bit, but if you, if you go into a match against just a single player, like a crew battle, and you tell yourself you can't win, you've already lost, and that's something... I kind of wish people would steer away from, but like I also get it because Zenith and some other crews are so freaking stacked. It's it's very daunting to beat them. Do you think um, if you guys went up against like a, a Zenith or an RPG or one of the other really big crews, do you think you feel really confident about your chances? If we took on Kamehameha House and take on and make force to bring on DD, I have no doubt what else we could do with the full, with the full roster. Yeah, because he doesn't come because like, that kid doesn't come out very often. But when he does, it's usually like I GG's. <laughs> he's like the he's like a super hidden ultra mega boss that you were never supposed to unlock, but you somehow did. GG's. 
Yeah, he. That's that's what I feel like. <laughs> he's good, but like he's he's definitely good, but like that's just that's just him being good, like you know, like nothing else to it. Oh yeah, for sure. And like as he has played, just like huh. it's pretty good. He pushes his advantage state is pretty good. He pushes things a lot. Like I saw a game of it, but I'm like I saw how much he pushes things. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, he didn't just pick up Smash and immediately get that good. Um, do you actually? Do you have like any thoughts on how you you practice maybe and and prepare your characters that you play, especially for like competitive play or these crew battles? Ooh, that's a good one. Actually, also could I about parties in a bit? Because I actually will say something on that. Because I actually know like one or two others. Oh yeah, we um, can, we, like, can but, but, we can loop back around to it. Yeah, that sounds good to me, but, like, um, uh, for me, I just I just look at my character, and I'm like, alright, I mean, Fox, I mean, a character has a top one advantage, and actually, this advantage isn't that bad, compared to, like, Ganondorf. Mm-hmm. It's weird, I have one of the best, I have a top one advantage having a not-so-bad disadvantage compared to that, actually. Like, he's, he, he's mad busted. Um, I look into, like, I see here, oh, I'm just a little tired. You know, sleepy, of course, that's kind of how I am. <laughs> But, like, um, I look into, like, my character and, like, okay, so I have brain data. What can I loop into it? Like, what are my BNDs? Like, I, I just look into, like, I just I just theory crafts a lot. I just figure, like, okay, so how should I play a matchup? Okay, I should not be running in on this guy. Ideally not. Like, it's basically just theory, it's just basically just theory crafting and stuff. Right. You've got to kind of just come up with your own strategies sometimes. and Like, a lot of it comes down to looking at, like, I, oh, hey, I have a set of tools. Um, I have a set of tools. I just like, how can I, uh, how can I, how can I um, use these tools? Like that's all it comes down to. And uh, to change topics a little bit, I, I kind of teased this earlier. Um, as as far as when you get into a competitive environment, such as a crew battle or a tournament match, what do you think is something that's so important to your your mindset when you go into these matches like how do you mentally prepare yourself or how how do you mentally um just present yourself in a match uh, what do you think is like the most important part of a competitive mindset when you go into these types of environments uh be able to accept loss and you really accept the loss like honestly i think Daigo recorded it pretty well in his book, The Will to Win, it's like when he realized that tournaments were a playground people who wanted to improve and not to win, he got a lot better. Because think about it, like, you're not going to, we're not going to win. You're, you're going to an MSM in SoCal, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're, you're a zero tour. I'm kidding. You don't even know that yet. It's like your first tournament. You play, you play me, bro. No, I'm not even, I'm not going to do that. You, you play King K. I'm not even going to do that. Okay, I can't even, I can't mention any character because someone's going to get pissed at me. <laughs> like, you, you play, you play, you play Mario or something and you just spam forward air. You think you're gonna win MSM? You go against Zenju round one, and he bombs you in the Mario Ditto. You like that? That that is that is one of the worst ways to wake up. That's not happening to me. No, no, no. I didn't. I, I've been bombed before, but like, like, imagine that. Imagine that. Like, you go your first MSM, and you get bought by Zenju. You get bought by SoCal PR, mm-hmm. and he mains Mario. And Zenju is stupid good, right? You need to learn how to accept loss first off. You need to learn that like losing is part of was part of the game and part of how to move on and learn stuff. 
Right, because that's some, probably... people, some people, like, they they lose, and then I, I've noticed this a lot, and I've even been guilty of this. You blame, instead of blaming yourself and, like, learning from your mistakes and analyzing your own gameplay, a lot of people just blame the game. Or they blame the character, yeah. Like, I made a character that has a, that is the fifth life character in the entire game, and I and I die off of one conversion that very frequently kill a lot of characters. Like Luigi has a guarantee down until upbeat is a guaranteed kill confirm. Mm-hmm. Um that's a guaranteed kill confirm. That's like Luigi Fox, for example. Like I, I will still I will play LeFox for all my matchups. Even Shulk, which is like one of my one probably my worst matchup by far. I, I think rats are 55-45. Pikachu is possibly 60-40, but like that and Shulk. Like I will still play Fox into those. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it, I play, it, like, so like I play Belmont, and a lot of people think Belmonts are, like, low-tier or mid-tier. And, I obviously, guess. we have some, like, really, really bad matchups. Like, we have the Rats. The Rats are awful for us. Hate the rats. But at the same time, yeah, I, I think it's doable. It's I mean, really hard. You have, to, like, you have to constantly outplay them because they have quick attack. They can get past all of our zoning options. But at the same time, it's like you're really good at like stuffing out their jumps with whip and like you know how to ledge trap, like specifically mm-hmm. the rats. I, I think it's doable. And considering how good the anti-airs and anti-airs on the Belmonts are, it's probably very doable because basically you can if you force that jump from them, you can realistically probably use like an angle fair or something else like that to catch call their jumps. Like for example, if you if you do like a site, if you can force out a jump for them and force out a certain reaction, you can probably screw them very easily with your normals are are disjoint as heck. Mm-hmm. You realistically, you can step out their jumps very easily and call them out for it. So I can see that happening. Like, yeah. like it just, it just also. I'm a Belmont man on my crew. Um, guy's name is Imperator. The guy's name is Imperator. That's a tag. Um, University of Texas. I can get him. To, I can introduce him to you if you want. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, um, and and you briefly, you briefly touched on it there with um, especially like certain matchups. Uh, and I know this is getting a little away from the original question I asked. As a Fox player, uh, what are some of the matchups you dread? Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, so I think Fox goes even or beats most of the cast, but the matchups I think I lose the most are Gaming Watch. Fox is even. Actually, that's, I don't dread that at all. It's just really movement-based, so it's really bad on mine. I dread Cloud Fox a bit because Fox, cause Fox basically max space D-Tilt, that is my best friend because up the other shield exists with Cloud, and basically if I touch a shield once, He's going to you're going to slice me, and I get juggled for free. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad though. Not gonna lie, I still have a chance. Uh, I think Luigi Fox is also really horrible because I have the camp. Can basically, Luigi, even if I SDI stuff, I he has a guaranteed zero to death on me, and I will die. Detail of B is a confirm at thirty to forty percent, and I will die if he does that. Is that an all? I, ha- I am I am forced to I am forced to camp. Otherwise, I will literally die. Yikes. I also think Shulk Fox is bad because, like, Shulk, Shulk basically, if you don't have the aerials or speed to contest in the air, I have the speed. I don't have the aerials. I, don't, I have no disjoints. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, Shulk, that's Shulk's a bad matchup. <laughs> Shulk has so Yeah, also Shield, also shield Art. Shield Art is like, <laughs> I, I take Skittles. <laughs> I'm kidding. I put a lot of research into Shulk. I think Ken Fox isn't that bad, actually. I, I, I like playing footsies. So it's like, I just play footsies. And the funny red man, funny red man goes, haha, my shield. I'm kidding. You never let him touch my shield because I run away. That's, ba- that's basically it. I, I have to, I'm forced to not interact. And when I do, I have to abuse the disadvantage to the best ability I can. Otherwise, I will die. How tough is it he- to have to play 
that patiently, like having to camp out people and having to that sit there and, like not interact. Oops, I ignored did you. Oh, um, good. not that bad. Not that bad. Not that bad, actually. Just like it's just patient. Just like I can wait all day, dude. Let me just. Let me just. I, I also. I, also, my blaster force. Also, my blaster is an incentive. Because realistically, I can put a damage from afar or pressure them constantly. Up to you, homie. And they're just like, and if they don't move, they're gonna they're gonna get percent, and I'm gonna get a free win on them if they decide to go for timeout because I can just blaster them. Mm -hmm. Also, the damage is Nate. Did you compare Gerber? Not really. Spamming that laser? No. <laughs> No, nah, I never really do that much. Also, I, used, I do hand stretches. I do hand stretches before. Right, right. So, like, you know. That's a good point. People, do your hand stretches. You don't want to have, like, freaking arthritis in your hands by age 30. You don't want to have some unfortunate thing happen to you. Um, like, uh, well, I'm trying to think. Didn't Hacks Money have... Um, he blew his wrist. Yeah. Yeah, he he hurt his wrist really bad, and I don't know. If Basically, I think he did something like a double laser shine on a jiggly of puff, and his wrist just exploded. Like I, there was like a very clear interview quote, and I forgot what it was, but he blew out his wrist doing something like a double wave shine mm -hmm. on someone, like on jiggly puff. Like if imagine like you know, imagine a wave, imagine wave, wave shine, jump, like jump cancel immediately into another wave shine, like, and doing it twice in like that long. Like, I, mean, I, think was, I think it was double shine. I, for, I forgot what it was, but it was some insane something. I forgot what it was. Yeah. Like, people were just doing that. that and, and it's such an unfortunate story. It's actually a feel-good story. Maybe we should dive into something like that sometime. But his, his research has been awesome. Yeah, he, he's basically Iron Man. He built his own machine. He still he runs his own small empire. He's, like, you know, like Tony Stark. And then he somehow kick, he still, he still kicks people's like, butts really well. He's he's literally Iron Man. He built the box, dude. <laughs> yeah, it, I was there at Genesis. I was there at Genesis when he bopped. He bopped left at Genesis, right? Didn't he? I think so. Yeah. I think he did. Yeah, I was there for that. He's like the entire venue popped off. We all. I I, want, I wanted to stay for top eight so badly, but I couldn't because I had to go. Mm -hmm. So I, I went to Derek and I gave him my top eight pass. I'm like, Broski, I don't need this anymore. You can have it for ultimate top eight. <laughs> I stayed for melee top eight. That was hype. Oh my god. I was there when Zane took a hungry box for the first time. Oh yeah. That up smash game game five, last stock left hit ran up Thundercats hold him so badly. Entire venue literally popped. We all just started shouting like you were you needed to be there to actually experience how loud it was. Oh my god, <laughs> dude, that was uh, the best. I met I met a bunch of random NorCal people. I introduced them to Hendrix and stuff, and we all just, we all just cheered. Actually, we were gonna side bet too, but they were side betting already. So I'm like, damn it, we, we were we were side betting. <laughs> Oh my god, Genesis was an amazing time. Honestly, just if anyone wants to go into offline major, please do. You're literally missing out on so much. I want to so bad. I've, I've been you to guys... two offline majors. Like I've been to Super Smash Con and Pound. I like none of my friends were able to go, so I don't think I got the full experience. Like this a lot of people do, because but it was it was fun. It was it was it was energetic. No, this is why you like, you, like, you, like you just meet people online or meet people like you know random people. And they chilled over the weekend. And then just, like, in Genesis, like, legit, top eight, made a top eight. I met some random people. I didn't want to be alone. And we just tugged and stuff, got to know them. And it got so much more enjoyable because then we were just like, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yeah, right? Especially, with, like, especially, especially knowing the Kobe tag and stuff. He's doing some hype. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Like, legit, yeah. like, that, was, that was one of the most fun top eights. I have, I've, never been to top eight. I've never been to a top eight in person before that. Never. That was my first one. Yeah. That was hype. Yeah, but like I, I'm just a really shy person in general, so it's it's not that easy for me just like go up to random people and just uh strike up a conversation with them. Oh, I know that. Pain. Oh, it's like 
I can feel you. It's just like you just gotta chill out your brain. Remember not to say dumb stuff. And you're just like, oh hi, yeah, yeah. My name is this and this. Um, how do you do? Or something like that. I mean, it's, I walk up to Tweak and I got a picture with them at Evo, and, and then some guy was like, well, you got a picture with Tweak? I'm like, I, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like all shocked. I'm like, boy, it's, it's pretty easy. Just walk up to him and ask for a picture. He's like a normal guy. Yeah. No, yeah, we got yeah, with Lizzie I, too. Like I've gotten pictures with pros. Like I got a picture with Nairo and MKLeo, but like it was like I was sweating. Like I'm sweating a lot because like it's like, oh my god, dude, I don't know, look like an idiot, you know? Knees weak, palms they, sweaty. <laughs> mom's yeah, spaghetti, dude. Like I'm oh not my even. God. It's, it's just like when you're yeah. just normal people, it's just like you shut your brain off and like maybe say cool compliment because you like your play, but like you just you just gotta keep it chill, keep it real. Yeah, obviously I was like, yeah, thank you so much. Like I, I was normal, like. I think I was normal. Like, aside, it's like, if they didn't see me sweating, but everything else was, like, fine. I just had a normal convo. And I said good luck in the tournament. I mean, like, I think that's how you should approach pro players. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just a small convo. Strike a small convo. Don't fanboy them. And, yeah, we good. We good, beef. And then there's just a small talk. And if they don't want to talk, just, like, say, yeah, good luck in bracket or whatever. Or, or if they're in bracket, just say good luck anyway. So it's still nice. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, there's a fine yeah. line between like going up to a pro player, a really good player, and being annoying and just being chill. Like, don't just being, that, just being, you know? it's like it's just like you just pull, you just pull up and you're like, "Yo, B, what's what's popping?" <laughs> you see that? Like, that's really how you do with a pro player. That's also how you get connections. Yeah, just I, I've helped the buzz up with audio stuff, so it, it's that says something. It's real simple. You just walk up to H box and like, "Yo, H box, I'm like everybody else. I hate your Jigglypuff. Good luck in bracket." <laughs> <laughs> Bro, moment, nah, dude. Nah, nah, nah. Like I, I saw, I saw H box at pound, but like I've heard like mixed things about H box, H -box so stories. Like, dude, I was oh my god, scared. I, was like, I don't even want to try. Dude, I got, I learned about Thunder Gaming. I went to that first one. I'm a veteran of that, by the way. Fun fact, I don't, and it's like, and it's like, uh. And it's, it's like uh, it's like uh, I just walked up and he, he took he took a perfect selfie and he got my phone took a selfie I'm like I took a good selfie in like ten seconds five seconds he, and he wasn't even blurry he just got my phone and took it I'm like I'm like wait huh he was he was commentating it was weird dude commentating yeah. is so much fun uh, and and I wish I wish I, I wish I could do it more I I have gone and and commentated like a very small handful of offline events. And the energy in in the room, and it was a really tiny room, and there was a very hype set happening. And that environment is so awesome. And I want to go to a major so bad and experience that on a large scale. <laughs> and like, like honestly, I, I, yeah, yeah sorry. Just, I, I, I was there when Wrath upset. I was there when Wrath upset. Um, wait, no, it was Valor, right? Valor is number three wait, in Utah, right? I had, wait, 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 wait. Um, there's two Sonics. They both have very similar tags. But I met one of them, Utah guy. Sonic? He, no, 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 not Sonics. Like, no, two Sonic players. I mean, like Sonics. Yeah. N not, 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 not Sonics. The Sonic player. No, Wrath and Valor. I think, I think it was Valor because Wrath got top of at Frostbite. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was Valor. Then Valor went up and he upset Salem. On stage with Sonic, he he ran up, he f tilted him, and like Salem was in the smash start, so he died for it. Yeah. And it, it was a high thing. I was with someone else. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, this guy named Fox Modic. And I'm like, yo, 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 it's Valor, it's Valor. Look, 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 look. I like, I was, I was screaming at him. We, we were blowing wind jammers and stuff. Like, like, yeah, I was, I was there. Like, uh, if you heard the stories of this guy calling, if you heard the stories of this guy saying, like, play wind jammers, like, Genesis. Mm -hmm. Like, this guy, Frank Sisto. 
he was on Eat Smash and stuff because he he brought like um like a megaphone out and he started screaming. And it was fun to play Windjammers, so um I, I did that. It was actually a really fun game. Please play it. Um yeah, I was just with this Fox Mana guy and, and I just and me and him we were just we were just cheering when we saw like you know Valor was up against Salem. It was game five or no game three actually. And he and he got an upset, like a big upset. And that's what and I love was, about esports, um, in, in general, is is like those hype moments I, and being there in person. It's 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 like um. It's so it, sick. It, yeah, it's, it's not even esports. It's just Smash. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's not it's not even that. Like I think esports are in Smash. I mean, a lot of people have too. It's just the grassroots feel, like you know, chill with the homies, and you see like, oh my, oh oh. Like if you want a single clip that can literally define what a tournament is like, look up the homemade waffles. Unplug your controller dog clip. It has some language in it, obviously. But, like, that is literally what a tournament is like. Oh, yeah. Like, Mango, Mango, Mango gave us men the corporation. I'm not going to say the exact quote, but, like, like something like that. Because like, Mango just dominated someone, and then he shine gimped them, and it was like... And it's just, like, it's so hype. I, I was at a weekly, like, and these two guys were playing... Um... I don't even think it was a very meaningful match. Like, it wasn't super deep in the bracket, but they knew each other really well. And this this entire uh, group of people, I think maybe like 20 or 30 of us, gathered around this one setup, and everybody just started progressively, like, getting louder. And, and like, sh- and, and I don't want to encourage this. Uh, like, know, know the players, know your audience, but people started, like, shouting out stuff in the crowd, like, calling calling these guys out and and it was just it was kind of hilarious like sitting there progressively getting louder and the end of that match actually ended up it ended up being so high people were just losing their minds over kind of this like meaningless match in the middle of bracket at a weekly but moments like that just with with the people you know with the homies as you put it uh smash smash is meant to be like that experience like that in those settings and it's so much fun to be a part of those things like, like, there's a reason I don't do I, I don't like Wi-Fi too much because it's like people are just like, bro, why are you guys hating each other? Just like go to a local or something. Where it just like, bro, like, like legit, like you can meet some good people at your local, like you can enjoy the scene more. Just like it's so much more fun. It's it's so weird because like I went to my locals, uh, and like when I compare it to like online tournaments, like night and day, like online everyone's like hating each other, and it's like. It's like, yikes, dude! It's and it's stupid. like, and it's like so these are like the same people. Like I might see at locals, like they're completely different persons. Like I don't even know what it is. I, I just think it's just the fact that the like Wi-Fi is so bad. It just brings the worst out of people. Like legit, if I if I play Wi-Fi, I'm not playing Fox. I'm playing Cloud or Mario on you. I'm comboing you for days. I'm gonna up yeah, I shield you. I don't. I do not care for human rights. I'm sorry. I'm a Cloud main now. <laughs> You're gonna get up yeah, shield. Get get it get it, touch my shield. I dare you. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to live, Mario? I'm gonna down tilt you, dethrow you, or do whatever the heck I want to you. I'm sorry. Did I mention I have a minus two bear on shield? I'm sorry. Did I mention I I'd probably better frame me than most of the cast? That's cool, homie. Let me get you. <laughs> Fox, Fox is busted online. It's true. <laughs> He's so I mean, that, 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 I've heard like. I've heard that Fox is like one of the worst player, well, characters on uh, Wi-Fi. I've heard people tell me he's good, and I'm like, my guy, you are capping hard. <laughs> I no, he's. I think he's horrible on Wi-Fi because like his main place that was reaction-based tech chases and like being really fast. You know, somewhere where I, I can lag and stuff. Like, I'd rather not even play him online. Like, all Foxes online are pretty bad, honestly. I'm like, I'm just just gonna put that out well, there. To I be think. fair, I don't play the character, so. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I think I think it's most popular online. Like, if you're trying, like, if you're talking about like most online boxes, I don't think they're like really that good. Cause they're just thinking like I can hold forward a match. I'm like, okay. It's just like my guy. Do you understand that you're the fifth lightest character in the game? You have a really bad disadvantage, and if you hold forward and don't respect neutral, you are screwed. Because like you need to play neutral very well with box, very well. Thankfully, I have a good neutral. I need to work my advantage and disadvantage a lot, but like I have a really good neutral, which is the weird part. Like I just tend to be him out in neutral. I'm like it's the most satisfying feeling, like beating him out in neutral. Mm-hmm. Like, so uh, we to get away from Wi-Fi because <laughs> everything is Wi-Fi okay. now, and like it gets talked okay. about to death. Uh, and Please. Yeah. So I want I want to actually ask you. Um, we brought we were talking about melee for a little bit, and melee has been mm. a competitive game for almost twenty years now. Like I, I mean, since the dawn of melee, people. I guess tournaments started maybe like 2003, but basically for 20 years, Melee has had this grassroots scene and it has never truly died out. And I wanted to get your thoughts, Kindbot, on whether or not you think Ultimate will be a very competitive Smash game for a long time. Like, it, and it doesn't even have to be as long as Melee. Just like, how long do you think Ultimate's competitive scene will last? Well, this is going to present Ultimate the last competitive game. Honestly, I have no idea. Like everyone loves melee because everyone's excited the melee for its speed. And I, I grew up with melee. I grew up with melee as a kid. I grew up with melee, like, you know, playing casually, watching some stuff too occasionally. But melee, I'm always gonna love that game. And I'm, and if I have to get into it, I am certainly glad to get into that game. That game is fun. I love that game, honestly. My, I love melee. I, I, I love melee. Honestly, watching it, playing it, it's super fun. Even getting gimped. <laughs> blowing each other up. I, I love that game, but but we're talking about competitive scenes here, so I'll stop fanboying. It's just part of my childhood. Uh, I think Ultimate realistically probably has a very not gonna have the longest lifespan. Like, like like I think maybe like in the previous Smash games. I don't know. I think it's like personally the meta it could develop, but it's really uncertain for me. I I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure how long it'll last. Right, it's it's kind of hard to look forward like that when it's only been out for a year and a half. One of the things that makes me confident about Ultimate lasting a long time is the fact that so many characters are viable and like so many characters are top sixty-four uh, worthy and and maybe even top eight worthy. Like there's a pretty sizable portion of the cast that can actually make deep tournament runs, and I think as people continue to explore more characters and you know we we find more tech in ultimate i think a lot of those characters are going to continue to shine i kind of feel like ultimate's meta could continue to evolve for uh, at least a few more years i i definitely i definitely think ultimate's going to last um several more years obviously no new smash game on the horizon anytime soon we don't even know if there will be another smash game so I expect to see Ultimate with a long run of success. Uh, I I don't think it can per- ever match Melee, but who knows? Personally, like, if you look at Melee, in fact, he's like, the character, well, actually, top eight times are very diverse. And honestly, and, like, people are just like, it's all Fox. I'm like, my guy, you've seen Axe, you've seen Axe, you've seen Mango, you've seen Shroom, you've seen all these guys. Like, Mango, these insane bracket runs. Mewtwo King. Amsa. Everyone. Insane. Amsa, yeah, Amsa. Yeah. I, I got a picture with Amsa. I wanted to get a picture with him really badly. He's a goat. It's like, Amsa, this, this Yoshi is crap. Like, people make that Fox joke, and it's like, dude, are you still it's watching like, Melee from 10 years ago? Like, it has evolved. 
Like, even then, mainly 10 years ago, they still had low... Like, look at Asmund's Roy. Like, that stuff. Yeah. Like, Asmund played Roy. He played a bottom tier, and he still bought people. Like, there was nothing. Oh, my God. I, I want to be busy so badly. You have no idea. Is he okay, still like, Uh, I'm not sure. I think he might have been still last check. Dang, man. Okay, but, like, realistically, realistically, mainly... Like the top eights, even those are diverse. Even those are diverse. Even with the same characters, like they play differently. Like, they play characters very differently. And looking into it, it's like it's hype. It's hype. Fiction's kind of lame, though. Not gonna lie, but like things like hacks money. Hack, look at hacks money. Look at hacks money. Fucks. Look at Leffen fucks. Oh, yeah. Hacks money. The man. The, the man's. The man's cracked. That man's cracked. Leffen. He's just Leffen. He's also cracked, but in a different way. <laughs> watching two. To watching two cracked people kind of go at each other. Just like it's crack versus cracked. Like that. That's hype. Zane cracked. Hungry box. Boring but cracked. Yeah. Not gonna lie though, he can't. If people think he's camping, oh, they gotta watch a melee set of him because of Ooh baby. I love me some lead shells with some bears. I love me having a disjointed move. Right. Like, yeah. ba- like, dude, great... like Mango, Mango is crackhead though. Like honestly, but like, like that's what makes melee hype. A small character pool, it's really only really viable. But at the same time, anyone can make upsets. Anyone can do whatever they want. Yeah, like Axe and it's on like, Pikachu and. Um... I know like, Pikachu is a tournament, but is like, he went a super major. Because if he did that already, then like he can he can surely as hell do it again. Pardon my yeah. language, but like I, I I think I think Melee's hype just because like in Ultimate just like <laughs> that's cool. I haven't seen it twenty times already. <laughs> so so bringing it back to Ultimate, like on I, how long I think like how like uh the competitive like how long it'll stay like relevant. I think that uh the fact that like we still have six more DLC fighters left, like. The game has a lot of life, and I don't think they're going to make a new Smash game. If like w- realistically, like I feel like Nintendo has like found that perfect balance between casuals and competitive with Ultimate. It's just that the fact that they have to fix like the buffer system and like online mm-hmm. and everything else is perfect in my opinion. Well, then um, and, like obviously updating the game, they also have to like, even update graphics. Like I don't think they need to straight up re like reinvent the wheel with like a new smash game i don't, i genuinely don't think they need to do anything else personally i think old has a very diverse in roster but i think a lot of characters are poorly designed mm-hmm. and i do yeah, think a lot like, of characters have poor flaws but like i could see it lasting but like if i want to enjoy the game like like you heard me talk about melee and like you know how much i love each player and their characters you don't can hear me fanboying over light that much as much as i did as i did that like you don't can hear me fanboying over that like you're not gonna be fanboying over this and that just the color personalities and like i just think i think nintendo could take a lot of steps for example like to fix all the core issues of the games like you know system how it buffers things as you said as you get the buffer system online which i would i think a lot of us would, would kill for that honestly but like that's not gonna happen unfortunately because of dlc yeah it, it maybe, would... maybe 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 better not code dlc i'll take over six character i, I don't want spring man give, give me give me better dlc <laughs> maybe give me better yeah. code. i'll pay for that yeah like and like another thing is like I don't think, like, I have a feeling that, because, like, I remember Nintendo saying that they wanted to support the Switch for, like, at least 10 years somewhere. I, I and, like, I don't think they're going to make another Smash game, obviously, so especially definitely not during the Switch's lifespan. I can see them rolling out another, like, Fighter's Pass, like, another five characters, to be honest. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense for them not to, like, but then again, Nintendo doesn't do things that make sense most of the time, but, like, you you gotta just joke from Persona Five as a first character. That that that, that that's that's that's, that's a mega balls move. Yeah, dude. That doesn't yeah, bother me. Mega move. 
I I don't I like especially like with Fighter Pass One. I don't think that was super good to be honest. Like I, I, I wasn't hyped for like three of the five characters to be honest. Like, like Terry. Oh, oops. Like Joker. Like I I'm a really big fan of like persona and like fire emblem so i was happy with byleth and joker like i know that not that many people were happy about byleth because there's too many fire emblem characters but that's that's everyone that's other people's opinions not mine Byleth. i i still think byleth was a cool addition and it made like i still i still think that byleth should have been on the base roster but i digress but um yeah i mean for me terry because snk and just like yeah yeah just joker obviously hero sick I was no nah, legit. That was no, I heard people. I heard people hyping him up. I was in the Discord and people, and like as soon as we revealed Terry, we all just freaked out. We all freaked out. Like no way, no way. That's a K. We all knew it was Terry. We all knew it was Terry because of S and K. Yeah. We all knew immediately. But hot damn. I'm, awesome. I'm gonna be like honest. Like as someone who who didn't even know about S and K or anything, I wasn't that hyped is a about Terry. I was like, that is a tragedy. I was like, I I was like, can we get F in the chat for this man? <laughs> I was just like, I really don't care, to be honest. Like, the same thing happened with Hero and Dragon Quest. I was like, I don't That's care, fair. honestly. Hero was the one that and then, I didn't care about. And I care about Hero. Like, Banjo. Like, I didn't grow up with Banjo, so I didn't care about Banjo. Bruh. Bruh. And, and, and Bork, you know why I, I also don't like the fact that Banjo's in this game? I've lost, like, two stupid sets because of Thunderwing. That's true, but, but Banjo's also no Banjo... I would have been happy if he wasn't true. in the game. Banjo was a dream come true. You can go eat it, dude. No, no, no. I know, I know that a lot of people wanted him, so, like, I'm happy for those people, but at the same time, I would have much rather seen, like, Sora or Master Chief. That's fair. Like, that's... That would that's fair. I, I want like, Master Chief so bad. You have no I, idea. Dude, Master Chief... And Smash would be so fun, dude. I'd totally pick him up yes. for the secondary. At least. But yeah. And, and and that's that's one of the things. It may not be competitive longevity that, that people talk about Ultimate for years to come. It may just be the legacy that it is the largest video game crossover ever. And And I don't think anything will ever top it from that standpoint alone. And I think unless they make another Smash game, and oh, sorry, continue. No, you're good. And, and Kindbot, you alluded to it earlier. You don't get super hyped over players in Ultimate the same way you do in Melee. And part of that, I think, is because the way um, Nintendo didn't even try to make a competitive scene for Melee. And obviously, Melee came out at a different time. We weren't talking about video games uh, as as a sport. We were no talking way. about like competitive yeah. fighting games and stuff. And there, there's a certain mystique and kind of an urban legend feel to some of the players in Melee that's been built up over years of just being in the shadows. And, and I think like those, those legends have kind of carried those players into the spotlight now, where we saw Melee kind of reach its peak, uh, finally, just like a few years ago, thanks to being in Evo, thanks to Twitch being such a big platform. And, and the, that like legendary status of those players that has been built up over years and years and years of grassroots tournaments. I think that's one of the lasting things about Melee. Like, look at HBox's story, and and they're it, it's pretty crazy. Um, there's there's some there's a good documentary I saw recently. Obviously, there's um like the Book of Melee. There's a couple like really good uh, deep dives into Melee's history, and that will never happen again for like another competitive fighting game. I don't think. So obviously, like we're not gonna have these players hitting 
the same legendary status and ultimate as they did in like prior Smash games, but I don't know. I still think there is a ton of room for popularity in the actual competitive scene. I, I think I think it'll last a while, especially as we continue to get hype around these character reveals. Mm, no, it's not just the players as characters. It's like it just I think just also the character depth because like I can look at you can look at like. Like you look like Leftist Fox Pax Fox, like like the thing I like I mentioned earlier. It's not the players themselves; it's their playstyle that are really unique. Like, and that's only because like the melee, like melee's death allows you to do that. Yeah, that that's another yeah. thing that could trip up ultimate. That no, no, it just it's not. I'm not saying that like these like the ultimate's personalities, like all these cast members, are, like all these like kill cool players are like they're like they're not boring. No, I think they're cool. Obviously, it's it's more like just it's a personal thing for me. It's like. Wow! Well, look, I can, I can, you can find two, three Falcos. They play differently. You find it in Ultimate. How oh, cool! They're just doing the same drag down stuff. That, that's cool. You don't have a neutral and, and either. Falco doesn't even work properly in Ultimate. It's so <laughs> sad. It's tragic. I don't even. I, like, he's the one Spacey I don't like that much, and that's because he doesn't. He don't have a neutral. Yeah, and and, and like his like, his back throw doesn't even work. His bear doesn't do anything. Like compare his bear to like Wolf and. And Fox. It, it's his bear, like, like Wolf and Vox Bear are good. I think Vox Bear can set a really low angle and can okay. kill potentially, but it can set a really low angle. So if your character does a bad recovery, GG's. Well, and, and just like the, the difference in gameplay in general, Ultimate is faster than the last two Smash games for sure. But the thing about it is, nothing will ever match Melee's movement, neutral game, uh, like, like Hit Stun. Hitstun is Hitstun also free from free from combos. Um the melee melee's movement tech and the fact they have to be really smooth, I think is the main reason. Yeah, like, like just the combo game in melee. Compare the combo game in melee to what you can do in ultimate. It's night and day. It's like, not even close. Like look 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 at Zane's Roy, for example. Like look at that stuff. Look look at that stuff. Like you know, all that stuff is good. And I, and I think that's why that's another reason why melee has lasted so long. Like nothing comes close in in terms of that combination of gameplay elements like there will there will never be anything like that from smash again because we know uh, sakurai didn't really um like how melee turned out and it, he's probably not even going to work on another smash game on top of that so melee achieved legendary status for all these reasons we've we've talked about and ultimate does have a steep uphill climb that's going to last nearly as long and and honestly, melee is still going strong, anyways, too. So, who knows, really? Like melee could last at least another five years before it really drops off a cliff, and and we just don't know. I agree, but I think it's just the depth in melee, and just just the depth itself. Just like for someone like me, it's just the depth. I think it's I think that's why melee lasts as long as it does. Just discovering new tech, it's it's put it's put together like that in a way, and and all is just like. Cool, I can play as Simon Belmont or Richter Belmont, for example. Yeah, Ultimate Ultimate has that roster hype, and uh, we did. Yeah, I think lose I think he disconnected. Yeah, yeah, we lost Kindbot again, but um, <laughs> that's okay because we are getting on in time here for this episode. Obviously, we try and keep him around sixty minutes or so in length. Uh, we will mm -hmm. be back, uh, as you know, we upload every Monday. Uh, usually around maybe 6 p.m. EST. You can catch us on YouTube. We're working on getting our podcast onto Spotify. Uh, I know Kindbot wanted to give some shout-outs to his crew, Pulse. Uh, he mentioned the A&G crew, obviously Cytonics, 
the couple other people, uh, but unfortunately he's not going to be able to get the rest of those shout outs because he can't reconnect to the VC at the moment. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Relaxin' Podcast. Uh, as always, guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed it. That's going to do it for me, Pork Hammer 40K, and Jam. Yep. See you guys. See ya.